Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We hope you had a wonderful New Year's celebration, and we're glad you joined us today. Host Ron Brown has three remarkable guests. Ben Hartsock, tight end for the Tennessee Titans. It always seems that God places uh, a person or some sort of just a little, uh, he'll throw a flag up for you and he'll tell you the right direction to go. Don McLannan, the founder of FCA. And yet it was a solid leading of God to do this. Expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. And Dallas Cowboy legend Bob Lilly. Ready to get this edition of Sharing the Victory started is speaker, author, and assistant football coach at the University of Nebraska, Ron Brown. My guest today on Sharing the Victory is Ben Hartsock, tight end with the Tennessee Titans. Ben played at the Ohio State University and was a third-round draft pick in uh, 2004, uh, was on a national championship uh, game uh, back then. Uh, ben, welcome to the show. Could you talk to us a little bit about your experience at Ohio State? Well, you know, one of the things that once Coach Tressel uh, became the head coach at Ohio State, you really automatically right off the bat saw that his Christian values were deeply rooted in the way that he handled the football team and that he he used uh, his his Christian values, I think, to lead that team. And, and the year that I played or that we went to that national championship, was uh, it was a special, special year because we weren't the favored team. We were an underdog team. Uh, through most of the season and uh, all the way up to the national championship game where we were very much the underdog against the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, you know, we were excited about that opportunity. And again, we got into a tight game to win in overtime and, you know, pulled it out in the end. And it was it was just a, a wonderful experience to get to go through that. And I really credit uh, Coach Tressel's leadership to, uh, to helping us get there. Well, I remember that game, and that was an exciting national championship game. And when I think about that Ohio State football team uh, under Jim Tressel, Ben, I think that it's a parable, a modern-day parable. You know, Jesus spoke in parables, and he used the things of the day of that time in biblical times to help the people understand the greater truth of the of the gospel. But uh, today we get modern-day parables like sports. And do you see in the world of sports that you live in and, and playing professional football little mini lessons that you can learn that, that really point out some great biblical examples that the world can see and use? Well, you know, uh, this this past season for myself was was a very tough one. I had spent uh, two and a half years playing for the Indianapolis Colts and uh, had had come across some hard times as far as my playing career and was uh, not getting many opportunities to play and uh, mm-hmm. had an injury coming into last season. And uh, you know, it, it was easy for me to kind of get down on my luck and think, well, this is uh, this NFL experience is going to kind of close up here and. You know, I, I strive very hard to try to find God's will in that because there was it was a tough situation that you mm-hmm. want so badly to uh, be successful at your at your chosen profession, and it seemed like uh, God was going to close that door to me. And uh, you know, it seemed like within just a 24-hour period, I was with a new team in Tennessee and with a new set of circumstances and a fresh opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it was amazing how, in retrospect. After I came down to Tennessee in the middle of last season, I got to play the last six weeks of the season and actually came came on to be a starter by the end of the season. Right. And, uh, you know, God had it always had it, had it worked out from the very beginning. And sometimes it's uh, hard to find that when you're down in the valley. But, right. uh, 
No, just like just like always, they'll pull you right out of it. Well, you know, Ben, uh, that's a very inspirational story. There are a number of people who are listening today, probably both in and out of athletics, who are down. And, and really the reality of it is is that God controls every circumstance, and um, there is nobody too far gone. And that is a great modern-day parable, I think, for the average person listening today. I mean, if you're out there and you're thinking, man, my time has come and gone, and God's going to go on and do great things, I'm just not going to be one of those chosen uh, God's got a plan for you. And for Ben Hartsock, it was from one team to the next. When it looked like you were down and out, God was just moving you into another realm. But it's not just about another team, Ben. It's really another city, isn't it? I mean, God is is taking with you not just your athletic skills as a tight end, but he's also taking with you gifts for ministry, spiritual gifts. How is that used, let's say, from Indianapolis now in Tennessee in terms of affecting that football team that maybe needed to have a Ben Hartsock on it? or maybe the city that you're in, in, in Nashville? Gosh, it's, you couldn't have scripted that question any better, because having spent some time down here in Nashville, we feel like God has given us uh, an opportunity and a challenge as well, because it's such a young team. The uh, the Tennessee Titans, I think, were the second youngest team in the NFL last year, so there are a lot of young guys uh, that need some guidance, and we're, we're really excited for that opportunity to, to reach out to some of these younger guys and uh, provide a, you know, a welcoming environment for fellowship and for Christian growth because, uh, you know, ultimately we know that uh, football is the game we play, but it, it in no way defines who we are. So we're really looking forward to reaching out to some of, some of our teammates and, uh, and wives of these teammates. Well, it's amazing how God has, has spread the, his message throughout the years. I know in the book of Acts, in the eighth chapter, we, we see the, the church being persecuted, that first century church. And after Stephen's death, uh, they were getting after Christians, the, and the people were scattering and fleeing and moving into other regions of the Middle East. And all that they were doing was starting churches in new places and expanding the gospel. So, Ben, in, in one sense, people would say, gee, that's a tough deal. You had to go... Uh, leave Indianapolis, uh, which was a Super Bowl team this year, and and then uh, you get uh, thrust into another team. But that was that appears to be God's move. And where there's death, there's always a resurrection in Jesus Christ. And we just appreciate your your take on that and your paradigm. We want to just uh, wish you the very best in uh, in your new city there in, in Nashville and the new team with the Tennessee Titans that you would uh, continue on and you would find God's pleasure and and the leadership on that football team that you've been able to experience here this past year. Well, thank you very much. We feel very blessed to have all of the opportunities that uh, we've been provided over the years. My guest today has been Ben Hartsock, the tight end with the Tennessee Titans, and uh, we appreciate him being our guest today on Sharing the Victory. As we begin the new year, we would like to offer you a free gift, The Heart of an Athlete Devotional. This book will help you or the athlete in your life become a true competitor for Christ. Issues addressed in this devotional book will include identity, fear, trust, and recognition. You can email us at stvradio at fca.org. Include your address and just let us know that you want the devotional Heart of an Athlete. Again, that email is stvradio at fca.org. Coming up next, a very special guest. He is Don McLennan, the founder of FCA. Don will tell us how the Lord led him to start this organization that is now the largest Christian sports ministry in America. You're listening to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. 
at sharingthevictory.com. You can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. Welcome back. It's time for FCA Across America. And we have an incredible privilege. We have the first FCA-er ever. The founder that God used to establish this incredible sports ministry over 50 years ago, Don McLennan with us. What an honor and a privilege to have you on Sharing the Victory today. What an honor it is to be with you, Ron. Don, when God birthed FCA through you... I have to imagine that there's nobody on this planet who's ever lived, who's been affected by this ministry, and who's living now, who has it anywhere close to his heart as much as you do. Could you tell us what that must be like right now, what this FCA ministry has been to you? Ron, there's so much mystery surrounding it, because I was so young and so in a beginning stage myself as a student when... uh, God led me to be converted and and out of that conversion to start clipping from newspapers, from magazines, from individuals like Carl Erskine, for example. Seeing in the paper where he said to a banquet in Anderson, Indiana the night before when he was standing on the World Series mound while the Star Spangled Banner was being played, he was saying the Lord's Prayer. And that was one of the first clippings that evidenced that he was a Christian. At that Mm -hmm. time, it's awfully easy to forget that there were so few known Christian athletes. There were a lot of individuals who were in Christ Mm -hmm. or in discipleship at one level or other, but they weren't speaking up. They weren't sharing. When I visited with Mr. Ricky, for example, he said, do you mean to tell me that that game I watched last night with Robin Roberts and, and Vernon Law, it was the only, he was the only Christian he knew of, Mr. Ricky. Now you're talking about Branch Ricky. Branch Ricky. Vice, was he the president of the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time? Uh, I was talking to him in Pittsburgh, but he had been the general manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers where he brought Jackie Robinson in. Right. And that story in itself is just fabulous. We're talking to Don McClannan, the man whom God founded the Fellowship of Christian Athletes through back in 1954. And, and you know, Don, you mentioned Branch Rickey, of course, uh, well-known as the great guru of the Brooklyn Dodgers, yeah. broke the color barrier by yes. bringing Jackie Robinson to the table. But Branch Rickey also helped began the initiative of FCA by securing some finances, to my understanding. Is that correct? Yeah. Because it was going to take some money to get yeah. this ministry off the ground. Yeah, and my first interview, I was trying for months to get with Mr. Ricky. I knew he was crucial to the mm-hmm. credibility of this new birth of FCA. What I'd hoped would be five minutes with him turned out to be five hours. Mr. Ricky was just a man of enormous depth, enormous spiritual depth. 
And so he said, uh, asked me if I was wealthy, and I said, no. He said, how'd you get here? I said, a mortgage on our car. Mm. And he said, well, we've got to get you some money. You'll, you'll just spend half your time or, or all your time just trying to raise funds. So he got the, the first $10,000. Wow. Just like that. A very wise selection by you to go to him, <laughs> to say <laughs> the least, because it had to really come to fruition for you when you saw all those athletes show up in Estes Park for that first camp back in yeah. 1954. I mean, what was that like for you to see some of the greatest athletes, Bob Feller and some of these other guys, show up yes. where all these Christians would get together and now make a statement to America, you know what? Yeah. We got Jesus. Who you all got? <laughs> it, it was that. We had... Months before, set up, reserved the conference ground at Estes Park, the YMCA conference ground, for 500 people. Mm-hmm. And yet it was a solid leading of God to do this. Expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. And so we signed up for 500 for the following August for a conference of the men that you mentioned and uh, others. And as close to the conferences two weeks i think it was we had 38 enrolled Hmm. (laughs) but god being who god is the miracle worker he spoke through len lasorda guidepost magazine who could insert in, in a publication that was going out a brief advertisement of this conference and that led to coaches with their athletes and others driving in on the last day. And so, yeah, it was just uh, like the hallelujah chorus wow. of the opening night of, of the conference. And how many athletes did show up? 256. Wow. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, that's what I love about visionaries. Yes. They're relentless. Yes. They don't accept no for an answer when God places it in there. God has used you to change the face of the planet mm. through the vehicle of sports. Who would have ever thought before that you could not only combine your relationship with Jesus Christ with sports, but actually it would be a, a point of intimacy. It would yeah. be living out your faith to go out and do yeah. sports God's way. Yes. I can't question anything you've just said. That's the truth. And it has been our greatest pleasure and privilege we want to just thank you for being on the show. You're 83 years old now, yes. and you're still going strong, brother. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. There is no retirement age. So no, that's so keep right. on envisioning what God's got for us <laughs> here right. through sports ministry. And thank you, Ron, for this tremendous new arm of FCA, the radio ministry. Praise the Lord. That is our honored founder of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the Lord Jesus Christ. Use him in a powerful way, Don McLennan, today with FCA Across America. Still ahead on Sharing the Victory, it's Mr. Cowboy himself. Hi, I'm Bob Lilly, former defensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. I'd love you to hear my conversation with Ron Brown on Sharing the Victory. That's right, Bob Lilly, Hall of Famer from yesteryear with the Cowboys. This is Sharing the Victory. Don't forget to add Sharing the Victory magazine to your shopping list. The December issue features 20 college quarterbacks, including sophomore sensation Tim Tebow of the Florida Gators. And of course, as in every issue, a challenging and insightful column by Ron Brown. Order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine by calling 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. Or go to sharingthevictory.com. Two packs a day? I think I can get up to that. I think I'll go on a diet till lunch. I plan on not changing the oil in my car. 
ever. I'm gonna stop working out in about three weeks. I plan on spending a third of my savings on shoes. Retirement. Ha! <laughs> Who needs to save for that? This journal will make a great coaster in a month or so. Tired of making resolutions that tank? Get a fresh start at notreligion.com. Welcome back to Sharing the Victory with your host, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. My guest today on Where Are They Now is Bob Lilly. You remember Bob Lilly, number 74, the great defensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys. Bob, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here today and to be with you on the air. Well, Bob, I know as a young man, I had the privilege of watching you and Jethro Pugh and and that great Dallas Doomsday defense uh, put a lot of Doomsday in a lot of folks' lives, and uh, and it's an honor to have you on today. You were the Dallas Cowboys' first draft pick ever as, as an expansion team. Tell us, for you, where did you begin to see God enter into your life through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when did that all start for you, and how did you start making connections that God really has a plan for me in my life, and football is part of that? Well, you know, I uh, actually, to, we went to the Baptist Church in Throckmorton. I was about eight years old, and I was in the Royal Ambassadors. We had a lady. Once a week, we'd go somewhere, and, and she would read the Bible and talk to us about Jesus. And mm. one day, she, she read some stories in the Bible and talked to us, the end, she said, do any of you feel the Holy, Holy Spirit stirring inside of you? And I said, what, what do you mean? And she said, do you feel that you're being called to be a Christian? And I said, I, three, uh, two or three of us raised our hands. And I raised my hand and, and I said, yes, I, I do feel called. And so it was, you know, the preacher, of course, we were pretty young. He talked to us quite a bit. And then maybe three weeks later, we were baptized in front of the uh, congregation. Mm-hmm. And so from that point on, even though I'm like most people, I probably strayed here and there a little bit, especially when I went off to college and early in my career, but I never, ever lost my way with the Lord. I prayed almost daily. I read the Bible sparingly, but I read it. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I got out of football and immediately I went into a great business that uh, that I got out of pretty quickly, but it was the beer business. I don't know if you're aware of that, but I went. I had a career distributorship in Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. for about five years. It was very lucrative. But I went with my wife Ann one night to a Women Aglow uh, Valentine party, uh-huh. and they had a couple that were up there giving their testimony, and and it just brought back all the memories and all the closeness that I had had at one time with with the Lord. Mm. Anyway, it touched my heart. I cried and cried that night. Mm. And uh, that very night, I either had a dream or had an experience with Jesus. And uh, But he talked to me, and, and there was no condemnation. And he just said, uh, why don't you resume your fellowship with me and follow me? Mm. And I said, okay. Well, Bob, uh your involvement with Tom Landry, obviously that had to be integral in your life. Not only was he a great coach, but you guys had great teams. But he he, he knew Christ and he walked with him intimately, as you had talked about. Um, tell us about your relationship personally with Tom Landry. First thing he believed in was his integrity and his character. And that's what he wanted the team to have. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was before winning. He wanted us 
he, you know, he didn't push God or Jesus down our throats. But we had a, a every week a devotional. We had someone that came in and spoke. Or if there was no one there, he, he did it. Mm-hmm. And every day in practice, he had some scripture that he quoted to us. But he was so consistent. And, you know, his integrity and the way he treated everybody was the same. I mean, there, wasn't, there, were, there weren't prima donnas. I can tell you that his Christian influence on all of us that were under him for any amount of time, it stuck. I can't think of two or three players that, you know, may have have fallen. I mean, it, 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 a lot of them got in a little trouble here or there. They did something they shouldn't or whatever. But they all remembered. He was like a second father, only we had him for a long time. And he, he trained us in the righteous steps that we should go. But his Christian witness was constant all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't something he threw in your face, but it was just... It's, it was a blessing. It was a real blessing mm-hmm. for me to play for Coach Landry. It was for all of us. You know, Bob, when you talk about Coach Landry, you mentioned the word thoroughness and how he covered all the bases. And as I was thinking about your vulnerability as you were talking about getting out of the beer business and how you were convicted by the Lord, I thought about God's thoroughness as he covered our bases of sin with his grace and, and how we get a chance to receive that. And I want to thank you for being able to pay tribute to Coach Landry and also uh, and, and come clean with us, you know, be, being able to share this on a radio like this across the nation and, and, and really admit that you were off base and you sensed the Holy Spirit convicting you to, to get back on track with Christ. Bob, you've been a great guest. Thanks for uh, the stories and uh, we, uh, we have great admiration for what God has done through your life, and uh, we just want you to continue on following him, uh, you and Ann, as, the, as you live out the remaining days. Thank you very much, and I pray the same thing for you, Ron. All right. Our God, ge- bless you. God bless you, Bob. Our guest today has been the former great Dallas Cowboy defensive lineman, Hall of Famer, Bob Lilly, on Where Are They Now? Don't forget our free offer, The Heart of an Athlete Devotional Book. 90 devotionals to help athletes become true competitors for Christ. If you would like one, please email us at stvradio at fca.org. Be sure to include your address, and we'll send you a free copy of Heart of an Athlete. Again, that email is stvradio at fca.org. Still ahead on Sharing the Victory, a word of encouragement from longtime college and NFL coach and current president of FCA, Les Steckel. Keep it right here on Sharing the Victory. There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. Next weekend on Sharing the Victory, we'll hear from two members of the defending Super Bowl champion Indianapolis Colts, tight end Ben Utek. I think it's so important to get into the Word. That's God's playbook for us. So for me, I need to be in the Word every day. And assistant coach Clyde Christensen. The ring's special. The ring's awesome. It was fun. But you know what? I want the crown. Also, former NBA player and UCLA star Keith Erickson will be on the program. Join host Ron Brown next weekend on Sharing the Victory. 
I'm Ron Brown welcoming you back to Sharing the Victory. FCA President Les Steckel is here to talk more about that wonderful book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs. Last week, I challenged you to begin a daily reading from the book of Proverbs each day in January. Now that the new year has begun, how are you doing with that challenge? January, of course, has 31 days, and the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters. So you can catch up quickly if you begin right now. It's certainly not too late to start. As I mentioned last time, developing this daily practice will be the very best thing you could do for yourself in 2008. A focused reading from Proverbs has been an important part of my own daily devotions for some time now. Even so, I find new insights each time I read these timeless capsules of truth about life and the way God works in our lives. Good advice is always of great value. When it comes from those who have walked with God and desire to pass on the knowledge and experience they have acquired, it is especially worth noting. No matter where I've been in my life's journeys, I've always benefited from the experiences and wisdom of those who have preceded me. And who can offer better instructions than King Solomon, who was given by God more wisdom and knowledge than any single king before or after him? The writer of Kings, in fact, stated that Solomon's wisdom exceeded that of all the wise men in the East and in Egypt. His good counsel covers topics ranging from health and nutrition to economics and science to social relations and marriage and, of course, theology and worship. Don't avoid the book of Proverbs because you think you won't understand the poetic structure of the Proverbs themselves and their occasional repetition of certain principles. These principles are universal and are just as applicable thousands of years after they were written. And let's face it, we all learn better through frequent repetition. Even if some words and concepts found in the book of Proverbs occasionally may seem a little dated for the language of the 21st century, all these Proverbs are truly transferable to our time. Also, the short length of these rich poetic verses and the fact that the second line of each proverb often either restates the first line in slightly different terms or expresses a comparison of the same thought makes Proverbs easily memorized. Once you start reading Proverbs regularly, you'll be amazed at the depth of wisdom they contain and the knowledge you'll acquire for every area of your life. It's not too late to start your own daily reading of Proverbs. Why not begin today? You'll be glad you did. May God bless you whenever you're in His Word. I know you must be as excited as I am about the BCS National Championship game Monday night. It's Ohio State versus LSU. I'm looking forward also to be back with you next week, where we're going to have Ben Utech, the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts, with us. Also joining us is assistant coach for the Indianapolis Colts, receivers coach Clyde Christensen, and Keith Erickson, a former great UCLA basketball star and NBA player, will join us. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way and man's way. Which one will you choose? We'd love to know what you think about the program. Maybe you would like to nominate an athlete or coach for one of our features. You can call, write, or visit us on the web. Our phone number, 1-866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-788-5031. Our address at Sharing the Victory is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. And on the web, you'll find us at sharingthevictory.com. When you go to sharingthevictory.com, click on radio, and you can listen to previous broadcasts 
or subscribe to the free weekly podcast. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for Sharing the Victory, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.